We are Modern CPA. Our purpose is to provide valuable information to small business owners. On our podcast, Profit Points, we discuss business how-tos, give tax tips, and dig into real-life experiences in the crazy world of running your own business. If you find this podcast helpful, then like, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Profit Points Podcast today where small business owners, professionals, and industry leaders discuss the things that they see in the crazy world of running your own business. And today, Sean and I will be talking about um, payments to uh, the IRS or states when you owe taxes now that you've filed your tax return. So welcome, Sean. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good, good. So we... um, as a business owner, we finally have filed our tax returns and uh, we may have owed taxes with this last tax return. And sometimes people will pay those, a lot of times people will pay those upfront, right? Right when the tax return is due. But there are instances when those taxes can't be paid at that time. Um, and so what we want to do is kind of help our small business owners understand what options they have when they're not able to make those payments. Yeah, the, you know, the best piece of advice is to try to pay those taxes as soon as possible because you know you filed your tax return you're now we're now past the due date and interest and penalties on those balances uh, that that are due um, will continue, will accrue until you get those paid off so option one is you know pay it as soon as possible uh, along with the interest and penalties yeah. um, you know there's you may be able to you know get out of some of the interest and penalties if there is some sort of um, you know, real good reason, like a medical reason or so, something like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult a lot of times to get out of those penalties. So, yeah. And sometimes people, when I hear and talk with some of my clients that are not able to make the tax payment immediately, they get upset about the fact that they have to pay interest and penalties. But if you were to go to a bank or if you were to put it on a credit card, both of those entities would charge you some sort of interest. So although it, you know, no one likes to pay taxes, it's the same concept, right? It's right. you're not making payments. So, you know, they're entitled to interest, basically. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's 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 unfortunate because it 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 does, you know, increase the cost of what this, you know, these taxes are, are you know, are, are due. And, um, you know, no one likes to pay taxes and no one likes to have a balance due at the return, but no. there are instances where it happens and, um, you know, cash flow issues or whatever could lead you to actually not being able to pay on time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so let's get into some of the options that people have if they are not able to make full payment on on their taxes. And one of the things I do want to mention before we get into what those options are is we always suggest that the client make 
as much of a payment as they can to help reduce the amount of interest and penalties that are accruing. So even if you're not able to make full payment on on whatever taxes are due, go ahead and make what you absolutely can because that will help you over the long term. Right, exactly. Yeah, reducing those interest and penalties is is key and getting getting um, getting payments in as soon as possible is also key too because it also you know, once you start making payments, it kind of stops some of the more aggressive um, collection efforts by um, the IRS or um, uh, you know, state or local government agencies. Right, so, absolutely. you know, starting to make payments as soon as you can, um, you know, it helps helps in those efforts as well. Okay. So, so yeah. So, so what's, what's an option that, that someone has in order to um, try and, and fulfill the tax liability? Yes. So, um, you know, you, you, you filed your tax return, there's a balance due and you've paid as much as you can at the time and now you still owe. So first option in that scenario is an informal payment arrangement where you just send in payments um, monthly or, you know, whatever time period you have, just not more than monthly. I wouldn't suggest, you know, waiting like every other month or every, you know, three months, but some sort of monthly payment. Um, and then in that sense, you know, if you, we would suggest you do that if you're going to be able to pay it off over the next three, four or five months. Um, Pretty you know, quickly, short term. Yeah, we're not talking uh, you know, more than a year or so. So an informal arrangement can work in, in, a, in a shorter term where, right. you know, you're just Basically, paying it off over three or four months. Now, uh, there's that, probably there's probably some more aggressive collections that are going to start coming in that time period, so it becomes a little more challenging with the IRS. Yeah, I mean, this uh, the IRS, especially. You know, you have, you know, you'll once you file the return and you haven't paid on time, they'll start sending notices out, um, you know, that, that you owe money. And then after so much time goes by and they're not paid in full, you know, they could, you know, they'll start sending notices, the nasty notices of they're going to lean your bank accounts. They're going to um, garnish your wages. Um, those types of, of notices start coming out. So at that point, you know, all along this process, you should be, you know, talking with your professional and, and making sure that you're giving them those notices. So, you know, we, they can be addressed uh, if need be. But once you get to a point where they're they're wanting to garnish your wages and put a lien on, then contact with the IRS is, is, is required to, you know, basically put a hold on the account so that you're not, um, you know, they, they don't, they don't, uh, Seize assets, actually, right? yeah. actually, actually do those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when, usually when you get a hold on account, it's usually like six weeks. So they, you know, You've re you've now received multiple notices. It's multiple months down the line. It's many months down the line. And yeah. Now now you have an additional six weeks. So this is where we say, okay, you're in that four, five, six month range. Um, you you could have paid out off under an informal arrangement. Okay. Yeah. So now yeah. now the IRS hasn't leaned anything or anything like that. So you've 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 met those requirements. You've paid your interest and penalties, and they're not going to touch your wages or your bank accounts or anything like that. Um, and, you know, the IRS has that, you know, that process. States and local governments have similar processes. Um, 
you know, some are more aggressive or less aggressive depending right. on, on the rules on the and state, what, they, what, yeah. they have, what they have in place. Right. right. So um, you just have to watch out and, you know, make sure you're, you're in communication with your professional. And if you're doing it on your own, making sure you're contacting these governmental agencies and, and, um, you know, letting them know that there's payments coming and that you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that's the informal arrangement where you don't really have to file a form or um, contact the government uh, mm-hmm. to do that. You're just sending in payments, right? Um, the other option is the formal payment arrangement. This is where, you know, you need longer than, you know, a short-term amount for six months. Um, you, you need to spread this out over a year, two years, you know, whatever. Or longer, depending or longer. on what is, Yeah. 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 So um, in that sense, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the federal government, and the IRS. Um, you need to, uh, you could do this online. Um, you can go on yourself and go online and fill out a form. Um, well, it's not necessarily a form, but they, it, in, if it was paper, it would be a form, it's but it's the same you, process. Yeah. It walks you, you through, through the steps. steps. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's, if it's under $50,000, there's a there's a streamlined uh, uh, form where you don't have to put a lot of information in, right. you know, just just the basic information, how much it's due, name, social security numbers, all that stuff, and then you tell them how much you can pay um, per month up to seventy two months. So you could stretch it out over seventy two months. Right. Again, interest and penalties are going to accrue that whole time. Yeah. So, so one thing to note on the streamlined method that you go through with that is that um, it, that is they they have an option in other the other installment agreements where they could deny the installment agreement, but in the streamline it is automatic um, that they will accept you. You still have to go through the application process or that online mm-hmm. process. That can be found at the irs.gov website, um, but it is an automatic acceptance um, as long as you know you fill out all the information um, and you provide um, a bank account um, auto draft uh, is mm-hmm. what they will want. For payment. So it does make it nice and easy to get into the installment agreement. Um, and, you know, if the installment agreement is needed for a liability that is more than the 50000 that's where different things need to come into play. And I don't know if you want to talk about yeah. that. It gets it gets much more complicated um, when it's over fifty thousand dollars. So w- we recommend if it is over fifty thousand to make a payment to get you under the fifty thousand to to be able to get in the streamline. Yeah, especially if, you, if you're at that cost. You know, if you're if like you're close, at 51, yeah. 52, mm-hmm. and you're really close, then we suggest you know trying to make a payment to bring that liability down to get under the streamline. Right. If if you can't, um, then you know, the, the process it requires, um, you have to fill out financials, basically. So they they want to know all your bank accounts, all your retirement accounts, all the assets that you own, real estate, audit cars, what debts you have on the real estate, values of all these things, um, how much you make uh, through your business, through your wages, interest, dividends, um, what your, your expenses are per month are for, or or whatever period it is for living expenses. So it's a much, 
much more in-depth process and requires a lot of uh, backup documentation. You have to provide statements and all kinds of information. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I do want to mention is that if your business is pretty much the reason that you're having taxes due, but your business is considered what is considered a pass-through entity, meaning you pick up all that activity on your personal return and pay the taxes on the personal level, then when you file the installment agreement, it will be under the personal your personal name, even if the business is what generated all of that tax, right? So even if you, let's say you're married and you have a spouse, your spouse has got to get into that as well if, mm-hmm. if a joint return is filed. So all of this would be done under the personal social security numbers. Um, your spouse would be included if a joint return was is filed. Um, and so you would be completing everything for the business as well as the personal all together. Yeah. So something yeah. interesting to note. I just want to make sure people are aware of that. Yeah. What the IRS is looking for with all that information is, um, is there an ability for you to borrow from any of these sources? You know, if, if, if there's equity in your real estate or equity in your autos, um, if there's retirement accounts, um, the ability to pull money out of your retirement accounts uh, to, to pay to pay these liabilities. Yeah, they Ra- want their money than, first. <laughs> yeah, ra- yeah, the IRS doesn't want to be the bank. Yeah. They want you they want you to go out and and do this on your own with, you know, through your banks or through your own personal assets. So, um, you know, that's why, you know, once you're over that 50,000, it's it's becomes more difficult. Much more difficult, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there are fees involved with with um, the arrangements once you know f- at different levels. So y- you will have and when to and depending those. on the tax liability, you know, the IRS has the option of placing liens on property as well. So yeah. um, they they can and and have done that. Right. So yeah. So yeah. So it's it's you know trying to get get it paid off as quickly as possible. Um, as, as, as streamlined as possible, um, is, is the, is the, you know, the best option for, you know, for your sanity, for one thing, (laughs) and if if your, if your overall, overall, um, you know, just the overall financial impact. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we talked about the IRS having the installment agreement. And one of the rules that I know is very important to the IRS is if you get into an installment agreement, they want to see, and they've cracked down on this a little bit more now in the recent um, years, is they want to see you stay current with your taxes. And I don't mean the installment agreement taxes, I mean the most recent tax year. So are you adjusting and having the proper withholding or are you making your estimated tax payments for the current period so that you're not continuously behind the eight ball and having to add to your installment agreement every single year? So I know that that's a big deal for the IRS in the more recent years. They've cracked down on that. Yeah, that's one of the one of the things that they. Uh, I believe it's 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 in the installment agreement that you're you're agreeing to stay current on 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 your taxes for for 
you know, the years following, uh, or the year following the, the where, yeah. I just haven't seen them for. really enforce that as much as they have. I think they're trying to do that more often now. Right. Right. Yeah. And if, and if you don't stay current, they can, you know, they can negate the installment agreement and require full payment up front. So, um, yeah, so it's 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 important to, to to stay current with with your taxes. So, um, you know, getting your withholdings right, paying in estimated taxes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you may owe because of a one time event, and it might not, and it might not you know, be an issue. Be an issue, but if it is a if it you know com- something that's going to continue, um, then you need to address that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. so making sure you get current. Um, on, on this year's taxes is, is important. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the last thing I want to mention is about states, right? So you, you could have a liability for federal and not for state. I guess there's instances where that can actually happen. Um, but in the event that there are some state liabilities, um, what do you think the best, some of the best options are out there? What, what would you suggest some, someone do? There, the some states have, or, or you know, every state and local government is going to have their own rules and to, as to what they allow as far as uh, payment arrangements. Um, some are more strict, um, some are more lenient. So, um, you really just ha- you just have to look at the rules to whatever government agency you owe and see what is out there and what's available. If 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 it's a matter of, you know, let's say you owe federal, you owe state, and you owe, you owe local. So let's say the state is the it's the most aggressive and doesn't re, doesn't have a, a, as good of a payment arrangement. Then maybe you want to pay that one first, as yeah. opposed to and then and then um, you enter into the more lenient uh, arrangements with the IRS or local. So kind of you know taking taking in all of the different pieces that you may owe on and kind of seeing what what is the best options in each of those scenarios and 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 paying off the the one with the least uh options uh first Mm -hmm. sometimes i know some clients will um since they can get into an installment agreement with the irs they may pay off, let's say, their local taxes if they're if that jurisdiction had one. Um, they may, and it's typically a smaller amount too. So yeah, it's, it's they may be able to put more and and just pay that off and be done with it, um, and then focus on paying down the installment agreement, which leads us to the ability to pay the installment agreements. Most of the time, you're able to make full payment at any point. So there, yeah. once you get into an installment agreement, whether it's the IRS or some sort of state, um, the ability to make payment, they're always willing to take yeah. whatever you can give them. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, prepaying they won't, is, is good. Yeah, <laughs> they, they won't bark. They won't bark at getting their money sooner. That's that's no. for sure. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's always an option too. You can, you know, as, as you said, you know, the IRS may be, you'll be able to stretch it out longer um, just to kind of give you some financial um, freedom, some, some, some cash flow freedom. And then, you know, with the intention of um, paying it off earlier uh, as, as, you know, things kind of settle down for you or get a little mm-hmm, bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's an option. So any other tips that we should be um, kind of communicating with our small business community here. Just you know, make sure make sure you're cluing in your your professional with um, with what's happening. Um, don't ignore notices. 
um, you know, it, once they come in, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, it's sometimes stressful. We get a lot of panic calls and, and, and mm-hmm. emails with, do I get this notice? Um, but, you know, don't panic, but address it right away and, 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 yeah. and, and get your professionals involved. If you're doing it yourself, make sure you start getting that ball rolling of, of getting those taxes paid off. Yeah. Last thing you want is, you know, to have your your bank accounts seized or or, or yeah. you know, money's That's taken out of it, or your employers being notified that you that they're going to garnish your wages. Um, it's it's not something you want to want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So catch it up front. That's good. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. And I'm so glad that we were able to have a conversation about this. And I think is a lot of useful information. Yep, I agree. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. If you find this podcast helpful, then like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.